Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Previously on the InFocus Show. Um, females to feel like they have choices, they have variety, and I so many life lessons, like I said before, even in my career, I can see some of the stuff that I do on the field, leadership-wise, is very similar to, to the stuff I do in my professional um, area as well. So um, it has taught me a lot. It's taught me a lot about resilience. It's taught me a lot about um, discovering things about yourself you didn't think were possible. I, I was 37. Aussie, you know, um, female who had played five years of gridiron, who went over to America to play. I had no idea how I was going to compete against. Not only did I go from being a big fish in a small, but like a puddle here. (laughs) I went over, I was in the ocean with the shark. It was your first um, union game. Was that right? Yeah, my first full starting playing full game, um, union game. I think I'd had uh, a, a couple of spells of the game before. So I'm very green and I am learning a lot. And the girls have been fantastic. Um, so I've really enjoyed that. So, I mean, there seems to be a bit of a thing with you then, isn't it? Like sort of the first and the first and the first. I don't know whether it's and by that. So I think you know what I'm talking about, that you played for the Australian team um, for the first time when you travelled overseas. You're the only female to have scored points, the first female to have scored points uh, for the Australian team. And here you are just transitioning into union you know, as, a, as a, something to do because you haven't had a gridiron season. Here you are, first game, first try. Um, are you one of these people who's... Um, just a natural or is it that you're naturally driven to score points? <laughs> um, well, running, running back is all about carrying the ball and making yards. So that does help. It is a mentality. You are right. But I think, um, I think it's in that, like for all the self-doubt that I might, might have a, around whatever, just as a normal person, um, when I'm in that playing moment, you're in the zone and I'm just thinking, I, I'm very team oriented. So for example, with um, with like I explained, you've got the, the line that protects you, you've got people up front blocking for you in gridiron. So when I get a little gap to run through, my mentality is not, um, oh, I want to get a really good run and have a highlight reel. I'm actually thinking that person over there just put their body in between um, an aggressive defensive player and me, I owe them yards. Yeah. I owe them points. So the the try that I got in um, rugby, I love it because it actually went through the hands of most of the team. So they did a yeah. lot of the work. And when I got it, I could feel the pressure because I'm like, whoop, I'm at the end here and it's up to me. And the team just did an amazing job. I've got to finish it. I've got to, yeah. I've got to get, get, get them what they've earned. So I had that more extrinsic motivation. Um, mm-hmm to do it because very team oriented and gridiron does that for you because everybody in every play has a job everybody is making contact in every play so um, I think that helps um, drive me a lot and um, uh, like 
I, all I'm thinking is I, I need to I need to pay I need to pay this I need to pay this I need to get money we need yeah. to get, um, the try on the board because this is set up for me to finish I need to finish so yeah yeah I like I like that you're thinking about that you know everyone's yeah. everyone's got their hands on this it's now down to me I don't stuff this up yeah you know? <laughs> don't be that guy yeah yeah, yeah. because every, everyone will remember the person who dropped the ball yes. uh, <laughs> rather than all of the great work everyone did beforehand uh, <laughs> oh goodness me um we're sort of getting to the end of our interview and we've actually covered over a lot and thank you I really appreciate it appreciate it Christy I wanted to ask you I mean we've spoken about um, you know you're coming up um, how you believe and you like to be able to tell people that you believe in them and you have faith in their abilities if they're coming up in the game or anything that they decide to undertake uh, is there any advice that you would give to a young athlete either it's the younger you or just yeah. you know someone who's um, entering um, the sport for the very first time so um, I, it, it probably has a theme in gridiron, but it would be advice probably to, to anyone in sport or in life, really. Um, so when I was, uh, there's a bit of a backstory to this and why my mindset is like this. Um, when I was 19, and I'm showing my age again, um, the 2000 Olympics was held in uh, that was Sydney. 22 years ago. So my goodness. Yeah, Sydney. Um, <laughs> no maths doing here. But, um, yeah, uh, there was the 2000 Olympics being done. And back then I was, I just come retired from track and field. I did heptathlons. Um, and so I was, um, I knew a lot of people in the um, Queensland Athletics and Athletics Australia community, um, quite a small mm. community. Um, so, I was, I very much loved watching track and field. So I actually was a volunteer for the Olympics. Um, big surprise. And it, it, at 19, it was a big deal because I was not just wanting to be on the road and directing people. I did a sport specific. I wanted to be with the track and field. Um, and so I had to have phone interviews, a panel interview. Um, anyway, thankfully um, got the gig and what actually our role was, and there was a bunch of us, um, it was an amazing, an amazing experience of seeing high performers in the highest level of competition and that I absorbed that and I learned a lot from it. So just to quickly give you an idea of our role was there um, where nobody could see in the public, but there was a small um, track uh, uh, athletics track where athletes would warm up. So that was the warm up track. There was a I know this where track. Yes. I know this track, yes. And then there was a little building where we call it marshalling. So we um, make sure that they don't take, you know, they can only take certain things um, out into the track with them and all that sort of stuff. And we had to measure their sponsorship and there was only certain um, centimetres squared that they could have the sponsorship. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah. And then you walk under the tunnel, under the stadium, and there's actually a small track there for them to continue warming up until they walk out. And we walk out with them onto the, the track. Yeah. So, you know, this was the year where it was um, Maurice Green who won the 100. You had uh, Michael Johnson who did the first time the 200-400, Marion Jones and that controversy. Um, yes. You had... Um, Kathy Freeman, I think, Kathy as well. Freeman. So Kathy Freeman was the thing for me. So like I said, I'm quite shy and um, things like that. So I, I've actually had 
in my track and field, I've met with Kathy. I've had the honor of meeting Kathy a number of times, but she is quite shy and reserved as well. Um, and in that marshalling area, we would have to go through and throw people, a lot of people's stuff out that have big bags. Like these were 10 second events and they look like they're all going onto the track for a week and we'd have to take out stuff and all of that. And you'd, you'd be with an athlete for about, you know, 30 minutes, just going through their stuff saying, you can't take that, take this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and setting them up and Kathy Freeman and she was at the height of her career she was an absolute megastar rocked up in her her um uh, her attire what she was going to run in no no jumpers jackets nothing extra spikes in the suit the suit she wore on the, the grand final yes but um in the heat she would just be in her two-piece she rocked oh, yeah. up spikes in hand that's it. that's it no bag nothing else she was just no fuss so that's what I um, try to try to emulate. I'm not I'm not big fuss. I'm not a big um, um, kind of player. I don't talk a lot of smack. And what I find that a lot of people that I find I say to athletes is you need to have that mentality where you can you can in those big moments um, really be able to flip the switch. So you will yeah. get lots of different athletes and, and defensive players are quite loud and boisterous. And when I get tackled, they'll often cheer, you know, and a lot of people have said to me, oh, they'll say, they'll say, you know, they'll talk, they'll talk crap to me a lot. Um, and I got that and I don't say a thing and I just go back to the huddle and whatever. And I've had a few um, players say to me, how does that not scare, like these are big players making a lot of noise. How does that not un unnerve you? How does that not get to you um, and all that sort of stuff? And I told them that, um, and I think of how calm Kathy Freeman was. And I said, I flipped that script. What you see as disrespect, I'm taking as respect. They're cheering because they were able to catch me that time, which means yeah. up here in my head, I've got them psychologically. They're yeah. worried about me. So I take it as respect. So that is my, my um, advice to any young athlete or young woman is we get a lot of disrespect along the way. Flip the switch, flip the script in your head and and see what it, it's actually telling you because there is actually a positive to that and that will help you stay calm that will help you not get rattled um and that will help you go for it in those big moments um and be calm like the kathy freemans yeah. of the world and just turn up and do your job and know that that um that you've got it oh that's good so one of the um we're sort of coming to the end of our questions and but i did want to ask you is there anything in particular you're looking forward to in your future with Great iron or is there anything that you wanted to see in the game like change or the sort of the positive evolution that we can all perhaps look forward to yeah i mean i obviously i i want to leave that legacy that i spoke about um and you know um creating more leaders I guess um there'll be a time when you know the the current guard will hand over to the next guard and I want to make sure that that's that's in safe hands and I think there's a bit of work to do at the moment like I said it needs to be um revitalized but I'd love to get to a point like one of the goals um and we've spoken about this on the the women in gridiron podcast is um trying not to do it ourselves there there are other countries that have good competitions and having a look at what they do and joining forces even um i obviously have a lot of contacts um and players over in america that i know and i'd love to get to a point where we have our imports come in and show that instead of us always having people like myself having to give up six months of their lives and going over and getting that experience 
you know, inviting those um, American female players who are absolutely amazing women, the, the lives they've lived and the sporting career that they've had, uh, and they're, they're next level. They are passionate. And bringing that back and, and showing um, uh, the, the ladies here um, how it's done, the attitude that goes with it and, and the empowerment that goes with it, but also not just me showing it can be done, um, and but also showing what it takes as well and that's why I share so much of my um on my my athlete Instagram page how much um uh of the off-field stuff that I do because I want people to see that it's a continuous continuous thing it didn't come easy for me I worked my butt off um and you know if people want to do that they can do that too so my goal is to not only see it revitalized but what we start to to cross pollinate for one of a better word with um leagues that are strong um and so that this uh, and not just think about australia but worldwide female female football yeah that that sort of cross promotion and Mm. and collaborating together to achieve those outcomes christy you're right i like the fact that you're thinking about that legacy component and i applaud the fact that you're thinking about that i think a lot of people further to what you said before you know they sort of change and leave the sport to go and find you know some of the other more glamorous or the I guess the the other sports that have a big team and a big machine behind it to give them obviously that visibility that they might be looking for in order to stay in the game but I like the fact that you're thinking about what that looks like um, for gridiron and for the future too and I hope I really hope that um, someone like you behind the scenes at the helm is able to uh, make that positive change for the sport um, and we can see more of that um, talent coming through. So, Christy, we've actually come to the end of our interview and thank you again for your time. We are about to launch into the Mojo 10 questionnaire, which is the 10 questions that we ask all of our guests gives us a little bit of insight about you perhaps even things that we haven't even covered in this particular uh, session and in this interview so it's 10 questions please be honest first thing that comes to mind um, are you ready to take our mojo 10 i am ready okay great thank you question number one what is the best drink <laughs> Don't judge me, but my usual go-to is rum and coke. <laughs> uh, but if I'm trying to be a bit more classy, uh, it's vodka, chambord, and lemonade. Oh, that's a, um, what is that, a French martini, I think it's called? Yeah, a bit like that, yeah. Oh, that's very nice. Fancy. Fancy. <laughs> Fancy indeed. Oh, and, and what particular rum brand is that? Is it just any rum? Look, I love a spice rum, but I am from Queensland, so I will drink a Bundy rum um and support the local Bundaberg rum distillery yeah good on you go Bundy rum okay question number two what's one thing you own that you should really throw out one I've recently done a whole spring clean of my house which is you know it's it's amazing what you hoard but one thing I can't quite let go of is all my old sports uniforms, so yeah. all my old rep uniforms, and I don't know who I'm going to show them to, but for some reason I keep them like they're going to be important and they're not. Uh, I mean, I even look at them and I'm like, I'm not even sure what team this was or when this was, so I probably could let them go. Actually, a girlfriend of mine, um, because she just could not let go, um, her mother actually made them into, into a quilt for her, which is perhaps an idea you might want to uh, 
use for yourself? So funny you should say that because when I broke my arm, um, I, one of the things that the, the hospital had the most trouble with was cutting my jersey off. Um, right. Because obviously you have the pads on, and I, I had actually shattered and displaced my my uh, wrist, my left wrist. I've actually got a disabled hand from it. But um, anyway, I was really of all the things I was upset about. I was upset about my. Um, I was playing for the Jets at that time, my Jets jersey. So I had one of my teammates. They offered. They got it and made it into a pillow. Oh, nice. um, a cushion that all bits of my jersey that show my number six because I love the number six. I they love that. It, they turned it into a, a cushion. It's one of my favorites. Sits here in my study. Um, so just, she, your friend, is on the money with that. Yeah. So just to describe that cushion, it's, yeah. so it was your number six jersey, your Jets, yeah. green and white, and I can see that. They've gone and taken quite a lot of care to make sure that the number is quite prominent, as well as yep. the little Jets logo as well. Yeah. What size is that cushion? Is that like, like perfect know. for, uh, perfect for the lounge room or perfect for the office chair? I think it's the office chair. I've kept it in the office chair. I have my um, trophy cabinet in the office chair as well. So uh, in the nice. office as well. So. <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, I love it. It's it's one of the best mementos. So, yeah, thanks to um, my friend who, who did that for me. <laughs> Very cool. Yes, what will you do with all of those uh, old sports uniforms? <laughs> They're just taking up space at the moment. I don't think I have, I don't think I need that many cushions, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> you could even have uh, tablecloths, uh, curtains. Oh, there you go, yeah, quilt, yeah. <laughs> Car seat covers, goodness <laughs> So many, so many options there. <laughs> okay, so question number three of the Mojo Ten: Have you ever asked someone for their autograph, and who? Uh, I have, um, and that has been Kathy Freeman. So I, oh, wow. it's one of the sporting uniforms I've kept. Is the um, I got to train. I won a scholarship to train with her and her coaches. Um, but oh, this was back when I was a teenager, and um, she signed my training shirt. <laughs> And that Very took. Cool. All, I was training with her, and it took all of my my bravery to go up and even ask for a signature. She's the most lovely person in the world. You never say no, but yeah, still, it's a big deal. Well done. And I guess this is um, something that you still have, obviously, yes. important bit of memorabilia. Yeah, yeah. Can't throw that out. No. <laughs> Question number four: What is the one thing you cannot live without? uh i'd have to say coffee really um yeah i uh i can't i just love a coffee um it keeps me going like we we know i have a big workload by choice um and i just i'm down to one big bucket of coffee in the morning that keeps me going but um i i've got to be on my a game at work and then at training so um caffeine but also my i've got um for anyone who knows me i'm obsessed but i've got um two cats Oh, yes. um, and they keep me grounded. I am definitely their B-I-T-C-H. Um, so I can't get a big head with them around. They keep me very grounded because I just run after them and look after them, really. Hmm. I remember hearing someone say that uh, cats don't have owners, they have staff. <laughs> Correct. Um, that, yes, I am a slave to them, no doubt. I know my place. <laughs> Very cool. Okay, question number five, uh, favourite action movie? I'm actually more of a um, 
psychological thriller, uh, scary movie person. Um, oh, it must be that adrenaline too. Yeah, but uh, one movie that I often like to go back and watch, and I don't go back and watch movies uh, over again very often, um, weirdly, is Gladiator. Um, I think I like the Gladiator. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, I think I like that era, but I also think it's a bit of that um, against um, all the odds, underdog, nothing to lose kind of movie, but also won't go past a Bruce Willis classic action movie as well. So, You mean like Die Hard? Yeah. 100%. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, he or any of his him? action. Yeah. I, I mean... I, I've got to say, um, I'm not surprised that you selected Gladiator. I mean, like, it's, it's, no, sorry. And the reason why I say that because the character is about overcoming adversity, you know, several challenges, but also one of the things that makes him so successful as a gladiator and able to change his destiny is because he understood um, what teamwork is. He also understood about doing the work um, and he took people on board in order to help them each achieve the same outcome. So yeah, that's, it's all you. This feels like a, a very, very good call. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're on the money. <laughs> okay. Question number six, favorite smell. Um, not football boots. Um, uh, and I would normally say rain. I love the smell of rain, but I am over it up here. Uh, yeah. We have had far too much rain. So uh, you know what I love? What is quite nostalgic for me is uh, cut grass in summer. Oh, yeah. You know that smell of freshly cut grass? Weirdly enough, <laughs> yes. But, yes. Yeah. It's the, um, the hay fever tickler. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it probably uh, isn't enjoyed by everyone, but um, yeah, I most probably say some sort of perfume. I'm definitely cut grass in summer. Yeah, no, that's a good choice. It sort of um, lets you know that you can go out and play soon too. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It's probably got that whole football vibe to it, that sporting vibe to it as well. Yeah, being out and doing things. Cool. And so question number seven is what is the most used app on your phone? Um, I'm really trying to cut my social media use down just because it's a time zapper. Um, but sometimes I do like to go on. So it's quite, um, for me, it's uh, obviously promoting sport. Um, it's uh, my personal Instagrams and things are obviously a platform for my sarcasm. Um, <laughs> but other than those, I'd have to say an app that's called Engross. Um, okay. E-N-G-R-O-S-S. So it's it's like a um, a timer. So you can set up for how many, it's almost uh, for as many rounds as you want. But what I generally do, and this helps me keep focus, and this is how um, I get through a lot of my workload, I suppose, is I'll put it on for 45 minutes work, 15 minutes break. And I might do, you know, four rounds of that. So um, if I have a task to do, even in my professional life, um, I go or it might be cleaning the house. I'll go 45 minutes hard and then I get 15 minutes of social media or whatever. I know it's boring. I know I'm it's just nerdy. laughing because <laughs> you're so organized. Obviously, <laughs> professionally, so... time management's a really big thing for you. The fact that your most used app is about how to manage your time better is just... It... To be honest, Hilarious. I love how you say it's organised. It's actually to, uh, I think, to manage my procrastination because I, <laughs> I can do 45 minutes of this. Just just rip the Band-Aid off. You'll get 15 minutes of doing whatever you want, which is usually eating for me. But, you know, um, yeah, 
I'm, so, I'm totally cool and stuff. So remember how you said how you flipped the script on things? <laughs> so here I am saying it's organized and, you know, you're saying it's to manage your procrastination. Uh, so. You're good. Quick learner. <laughs> I'm just just using your using your yeah. tips here. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> That's what I preach. All right. So question number eight, you get one song to listen to for the rest of your life. What is it? So I'm pretty eclectic with my songs, but if uh, sentimentally, um, and it does have to do with Gridiron, why not? I'm on a Gridiron um, related podcast here, but, uh, and I spoke on it on the last podcast for women in Gridiron, um, is Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yeah. So the reason why that's such a big deal is obviously playing in America was amazing being on the field. I didn't even know if I'd get game time. Um, So that was amazing. But probably what was more amazing was the locker room. Yeah. So the pre-game locker room in with my Chicago Force team was just an experience on its own. And one of the reasons for that was, I mean, there's a lot of personalities. I mean, we have, they're American, they're loud, they're, they're passionate. Um, but one of the, they had this, you, you, you know, it was obviously loud and all of that, but um, when the, the, this song came on, it was the team song, it was the team pre-game song. Yeah. Um, Sammy Grosalfi, if you don't know, is one of the best quarterbacks that are, female quarterbacks has ever played the game. She also happens to be a professional singer and performer, so that wow. helps. So she was our captain and our quarterback, and we'd all be in a big circle. Um, and if you know Gridiron, there's about 45 players, so it's a big, big crowd there, um, which makes it even more intimate in the locker room. And um, she goes around, and as as we're singing it, and it was just. The best song pre-game, it gave you goosebumps and it really just got like you were, you were going on there to, because one thing sport will do is hold a mirror up to you. You know, you, yeah. will, you will figure out pretty soon what you're lying to yourself about, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are. You know, you get to see yourself pretty honest. Um, and that was, that was what that was about. So that song, every time it comes on, immediately goosebumps. And I am back in that locker room. So I love that. I love it. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll, look, I, it's been a while since I've listened to Man in the Mirror, but I'll definitely be thinking about you in yeah. that locker room. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> well, I'm thinking about, like, the the feeling, you know, the yeah. chill, yeah. you know, um, the lead the up. Nerves, to, the nerves, everything, yeah. being so far away from home and this being my family away from home and being accepted, you know, I learned my place there then, and, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, and... Um, <laughs> I'm sure every time you hear it come on when you're out in your public, you know, when you're out in public and it comes on and you're suddenly like, oh, my God. You know how everyone has that one reaction to when yeah. they hear that song? I'm sure you have like, the same oh my reaction. God, yeah, stop, stop, stop. Everything stops. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, shush everyone. Shush everyone. You've got to, like, sit and appreciate. <laughs> oh, that's so good. All right. Question number nine. What's the best advice you've ever received? Um, I have been blessed with a lot of good advice um, in my time. I, I've um, been lucky enough, but like I said, I'm in control of my own destiny to be surrounded by some amazing people. I've surrounded myself with some amazing people, friends, colleagues. Um, but my mother is perhaps one of the most amazing women um, and I am in awe of her. And she has said, it's something she has said to me ever since I was young and I 
I, I like to think that I've epitomized it is listen to your own drum. Do your own thing, be your own person. I've even got it tattooed on my arm. Listen to your own drum. Um, and that has been, you know, because there's been moments where I haven't always been confident. I haven't always been sure of, uh, of who I am or what I'm doing. Um, and I just kind of followed my own nose. Like I could have stayed in touch football forever. That was my safe place. But I went to another sport where I didn't know anybody. I'm doing it again with the rugby union stuff. So just, um, you know, it, it's easy to stay comfortable. And as somebody who changed schools a lot, I really just, by the, by the time we were out of the army, I just wanted to stay put with um, the same people, you know. Um, but I learned that I, I have to go do my own thing sometimes and not stay comfortable um, and have that humbling journey. So listen to your own drum. You will have yeah. a different beat to everyone. Nice. No, that's very good. Um, I completely understand what that, what that means too. She's a wise woman, yeah. So question number 10, and this is the last question. Describe the rest of your life in five words. It can be five individual words or it could be a sentence of five words. Okay. Um, if not me, then who? Yeah. So, and that has a lot to do with being the first. So if I might, yeah. then listening to my own drum. So I've... I have the honour of blazing a path with others, um, with other women as well. I haven't done it all on my own, but I've been able to do a lot of firsts. Um, and I think that that's that don't limit yourself. If um, it, it may as well be me, you know, yeah. it's not going to be me, then who's it going to be? So um, I think that probably off the top of my head. Yeah, no, that's that's quite succinct, but also it means so much in what it is also quite symbolic of you mm. so it's very fitting <laughs> well that was our mojo 10 and um, <laughs> you got through the all right answers because there are no <laughs> wrong answers ten out of ten. <laughs> yeah well done there is no prize unfortunately oh. but I, I think what's great about the mojo 10 it also just sort of shows a little bit more about you and that way you get to sort of venture into uh, us answering questions that have nothing to do with the serious stuff uh, which I think is also just a night light, nice light-hearted way to end uh, our interview but um, you've been on the um, Mojo Sports Women in Gridiron show for some time um, you, you're a voice that uh, we've come to hear quite a lot I know recently we heard a little bit of COVID in the background of your uh, your vocal cords, but you're all recovered now. Is that right? Yeah, I am. I've I've been, believe it or not, smart about it. I haven't pushed the body at all because I have listened to uh, everybody else who has had COVID. I was one of the lucky ones to have not had it for so long. Um, it didn't affect me too badly, symptoms wise. I was very lucky. Um, uh, but I have been made sure that I rest the body and that's respecting the body too. Um, I ask a lot of it. So sometimes you just have to give it that rest and recovery. Uh, it's painful. Um, uh, I'm not very good at staying still and being left alone for seven days with my own thoughts, um, you know, and my cats are probably not great, but um, I'm hoping that that patience will pay off and I'll be fine. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, take it you'll be you'll be able to head back out um, and do some training obviously when the fields dry up a little bit will you be out on the field sometime soon 
Yeah, so um, I'll be back at training this week. We have a rugby game um, ready to go. So for me personally, that's what I'll be doing. But also um, I know that a lot of the Queensland girls who um, are going, who have made the Outback Australian team for um, this year, they'll be going to Finland in June, July. Wow. Provided everything okay. goes well. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm also... Uh, wanting to get out um, in their training sessions and, um, you know, help out in whatever way I can um, get them to drilling well, uh, sharing my experiences. I've been there. I've done that. I did the first outback um, sharing with them um, and just making sure that they're on track and feel supported. Um, it, even though I'm not going personally, and that is really hard for me, I want to be there, but I made a, a choice for myself. Um, I want them to know that they're absolutely supported by me in doing that. Yeah, well done. And like, that's wonderful that you can show that support as well. Mm-hmm. I wanted to sort of um, end this interview by saying, you know, Christy, it has been fantastic speaking to you. Um, I love how there's this very natural um, conversation flow that we have. I found that your particular history of... Um, you know, just the determination spirit in order to, you know, keep proving to yourself, but also proving to others that you've still got gas in the tank, you've still got um, the longevity, um, you know, to keep going. Um, I really admire that. I know that I'm an older female as well, who, you know, seems to think that she can still do sports. And, you know, it's great to see someone else who's like, you know, not this, not this, I think I can, I know I can <laughs> sort of attitude, which is great. And I also found that in preparing for our interview today, I had to do quite a bit of research, you know, to help myself understand a little bit better what was involved in being a running back, you know, understanding, um, you know, what that commitment looks like, um, but also appreciating your commitment that you have to make not only to your professional um, career um, but also trying to make it work with your sporting pursuits as well and I'm glad that you've got a great family who's been very supportive to help you um, achieve a lot of those um, dreams that you've been, um, been chasing but also that you've got a great workplace that is quite you know wonderful at embracing and helping you you know helping you re- you know realize those dreams too which I think it's so admirable. I mean, I mean I, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who are, um, you know, trying to find the right balance, you know, listening to you and, you know, seeing your rise and thinking, well, if she can do it, I can do it too. So, you know, I'm grateful. For I hope so, yeah. Yeah, I'm grateful that you can also be that role model for them as well. Everything that um, you've said, I can tell that how you – you know, conduct yourself in your work life and how you, you know, commit yourself to your training, um, like as well as even your engrossed phone app, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, like, again, it goes back to the point that if you want it, you've got to work out where it's going to fit in your life and mapping that out properly. And I think, you know, that shows in a lot of the different things that we've spoken about. And, And I love that, you know, you're showing that you can, be that and have that and if anyone wanted to reach out to you for instance (laughs) to understand um, you know a little bit better what some of the challenges are in gridiron or even sign up for your team can people um, you know find you on socials if they wanted to 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, my handle's a bit of a long one, but it's uh, Christy underscore Moran underscore special underscore K. But if you uh, if you look up Christy Moran, I also have a personal one, Christy L Moran. But the Mojo Sports, you can get me through there as well. Um, but or or on Facebook, there's I play for Bayside Ravens. So um, if you they also are on the socials. We also have um, Gridiron Queensland um, socials as well for anybody who's interested in might, might necessarily be Bayside Ravens. Um, and there's Gridiron Australia if you don't happen to be in Queensland. But also I can point you into the right direction and to people as well. But it ha- how we recruit is usually that direct person just having the guts to reach out and say, hey, I'm interested. Um, and being supported because it's a big step like I said to to have the courage to turn up to something new I know it I'm putting myself through it again with rugby so um, and we've all been there we've all been rookies Um, so where the veterans here are very keen on seeing other women have the same passion and the same experience that we've had because it's definitely um, been a value added to our lives so um, don't be shy to reach out Um, we're keen to talk to anyone yeah, and I think also having like um, someone with your experience and insight, you know, you'd be able to definitely pass on some of the lessons that you've learned that to help that would help them as they're sort of moving through this. Yeah, happy, time. happy to have them not learn it the hard way that I probably learned it. So yeah, <laughs> happy to share those experiences as well. Anna, that's awesome. That's awesome. And also great big shout out for uh, people to come and watch you play as well. Yes. And actually, one point before I forget, and this is the one thing that I really loved about um, what you said during our interview is that it's not just a men's sport, Grenine, you know, I love that. And it's like someone like you showing that you can still play it. There's a game there for women. So, you know, all of you young ladies out there who was, you know, thinking, oh, you know, I don't want to get into it. It's a guy sport. It's not. Anyone can play the game. And Christy certainly shows it. Uh, it's very possible. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Christy. Really appreciate your time today. And I hope everyone got to learn a little bit more about you. Um, thank you for also, um, you know, just putting it all out there as well, just being so honest. And, um, you know, I know a lot of people can tune in to hear you on the uh, Women in Gridiron show. So it's nice that they actually get to hear a little bit more about you. Um, and we're hoping to hear more about um you know, other panellists um, from Mojo um, here on the In Focus show. So with that, I just wanted to conclude and say thank you again, Christy. Really appreciate your time. Learned so much about you. I'm actually looking forward to uh, uh, logging on to seeing what other Gridiron um, <laughs> sort of channels that I can subscribe to and have on my streaming platforms and where I can also go and watch some of the uh, games here locally in Sydney. Look, I don't think I'm going to be turning up looking to play full kit, full contact anytime soon. We'll as see about that. <laughs> but when I'm up in Brisbane, Christy, I was and look, I will definitely, definitely um, pop by and uh, watch one of your games. Please um, do. Please do. Yeah. All right, everyone. Yes, indeed. I'm gonna bring my friends. Next thing you know, all my nieces are getting my my cousins are gonna want to sign up. Blame you, Chrissy. (laughs) That'd be great. Be great. Okay, with that, everyone. Thank you again. Please don't forget to subscribe, download, and don't forget to hit us up on Instagram and on Twitter with your questions or suggestions of guests that we should bring onto the show. Until then, please take care, keep safe, and thanks for tuning into Sports Best Kept Secret. Not much.